Thank you for listening to Consultivations, brought to you by RLC Global, helping you become a best version business. If you want any help from the conversations in the show today, please reach out to info at rlc-global.com and one of our team would be delighted to talk with you. Go to rlcglobal.group for more information and free content designed to help you. I'll just go and get a chair, excuse me. Oh, welcome All right. Debbie is going to get a chair, Eric. All right, well, we can get started. We're live on Consultivation. Um, we've got some new faces here today that haven't been here the last week or so. George Powers from Syracuse. George, how you doing? Good, Eric. How you doing? Thanks for I'm having good. me. How are things in Syracuse? Um, we're just fine and dandy. Down the road from one of the third largest warehouses in the world they're building with Amazon. So they're, they're oh, really fast. Yes. Wow. Wow. And we, oh, we're honored to have Debbie Hall Evans with us today. Hey, Debbie. Hi. Fancy to be you all here. Yeah. <laughs> and her other half, Dave Evans. So yeah. how, are, how are things in the hills of Scotland there? The Glen is beautiful. Uh, we we are truly fortunate. We've we have five seasons pretty much every day. So we're currently got the sun at the minute, which is nice. Yeah, we're all good here. Really good. Autumn, summer, winter, spring, and <laughs> Debbie season. Yeah, I, I was wondering what the fifth one was. Well, I'm here in Colorado, and we've had our um, crazy weather that we have here today you know it snowed last night we have snow on the ground it's going to be cold rainy all week and Sunday it's going to be 75 and sunny so we have schizophrenic weather here at this time of year in Colorado but uh, it's a great place to live so today what I would like us to talk about is talking about values and the importance of values in an organization and you know at RLC we often talk about the foundational part of a business being, you know, the culture blocks, defining what your, those are, defining your values and the behaviors that are important. Because, you know, if you don't really have that structured, I feel like, you know, people will do their work, but you're not going to get the kind of results that you want unless you mm -hmm. have these things defined. So when I think of values, I often think about how there's different types of values that we all live with. There's both the personal values that we have and the business values. And I, I'd like to talk about that first because I think there's some sometimes commonality, but some differences. So, you know, I'm open to hearing what your thoughts are on this. George, maybe you want to start with, you know, what your thoughts are on personal values versus your business. I, I always prefer to make up values at the moment. That way I can open and free to do anything I possibly want with no ramifications in my own concern. <laughs> oh, Mr. Powers. <laughs> but, well, uh, I was expecting, but okay. <laughs> but uh, uh, but uh, I guess uh, I don't see how you can really separate the personal business values, Eric, actually to be a little more serious, but uh, mm. uh, because if, if you want to be able to look at yourself in the mirror and when you get up in the morning, you've got to be able to to do things that are you know personally in line with your values, whatever they happen to be. And if you're conducting business in a different way, I'm not sure how you can how you can you know put the two together. So I think they they meld together into one one thing. 
Yeah. Um, you may do things differently personal and business, but at the same time, I think they're all, they're two sides of the same coin. Yeah. Just my thought. Sure, uh, sure. Oh, we have so, Kevin trying to join us here. Oh, we got someone else coming. Kevin Turnbull, are you there? I am here. Hey, hey. Turnbull. Okay, oh, there you oh, go. There you are. Hey. Okay, great to see you. I know that you were on a road trip for a while there. You're back home, I see. I'm back home. I got back home on Saturday afternoon after a hectic trip around the Utah National Parks oh, and the yeah. Grand Canyon. Amazing. Nice. Very nice. Were you, were, awesome. Were you awesome. working on your values, Kevin? Is that what you went on the trip for? I was I was working on my values all the time. I, I thought so. What what a sage. <laughs> So Kevin, yeah, I spent some time in brew pubs, doubly working on my values. I was going to say, you value that beer, you value that burger. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Sorry, Kevin, we were just talking about personal versus business values. I wanted. Do you have any thoughts on that? Personal versus business values. Yeah. I, I you know, I think this is a really tricky subject, Eric. Mm -hmm. um, uh, because I think it's easy to talk about values in the kind of, yeah, we support values to support society and blah, blah, blah. But I don't see much of that. Um, you know, the Wolf of Wall Street, they had values, but it was all selfish. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the, 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 there's a breakaway break in American, in, in, sorry, in European football where the top 12 clubs in Europe want to create a European Super League. Um, and oh, just play themselves with no relegation, no promotion, no guaranteed income, blah, blah, blah. They, they say the values are, we've created it to save football. Huh. And, it's, and it's pure tosh. Um, <laughs> and, and so the saying that basically the values are to make short-term financial gain. Yeah, yeah. And I think you see that everywhere. Private equity companies, they're all the same. Sure. Um, <clears throat> Sure. So I struggle with this a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Because it's two—it's a two-faced argument. I think that's what I say. Yeah, I, you know, I think about personal versus business from the perspective that you know sometimes people have these personal values that are rooted in maybe how they were brought up, or maybe it was religion that they were brought up under, and that creates values. But sometimes they don't really translate to the business. Um, so that's that's kind of why I look at. There is sometimes some separation. It could be, but the reality is, George, to your point, as a leader, right? You're bringing in the kind of values that you want to instill in your organization. So I think it's hard, a lot of times, to your point, to separate those out. I'm um, currently running a project with a, a business with their leadership team. So I'm doing a session, a session a week with every single person in the leadership team. There's eleven of them, and we are using the um, seven daily leadership principles that Dave created. And actually the first one is role model behavior you want from others, yourself first. And the discussion has been around values. It's been fantastic discussion. And what it's actually brought up is these two things, Eric, is there are some business values with the business that I'm working with, but actually for these leaders to be them best, their best version selves is they've got to know what their own values is is are and i think one of the most interesting parts of the topic is that every single person 11 out of 11 are 
I've never thought about what my personal values are. Yeah. I've never considered that my personal values are going to influence my commercial decisions. I've never really had time. And then their values, we have been having these, the debates have been incredible. I mean, I am working with some astonishingly fantastic people, but I think one of the things that's come out of it is that the discussion is allowing them to explore and be really curious about what is it that they really, what is really fundamental and core to me. And the debate and discussion is, if I can make a decision that is going to give me clarity and confirmation and allow me to feel comfortable but challenged and it's embedded in my value, then it therefore means that I can go back to the business and represent myself to the best. The business may have different values. For example, this business does have its own values, got four core values. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't mean that they don't believe them, they're just not their values. So therefore, I do believe you can have personal and business. And I do believe as long as they're not conflicted. So there is one individual, for example, who has got a challenge with some of the business values. So therefore, we've got to work that through. And is it they've got a challenge with the values or their interpretation of it? Very right. different. Yeah, um, so or any conflict with some of their own personal values too. Well, yeah, because values are also, gosh, going back to where Kevin said is, that they can be real tosh. You know, it'll be... One of our okay, okay, hold on a second. You have to define Tosh. Tosh, rubbish. rubbish. You know, just okay. <laughs> save them for the effect rather than their actual the value of the value. So, for example, a business will say one of our values is honesty. Well, my my biggest challenge, and I have said this several times this week, is that if your business value or personal value is honesty, therefore you are going to have to be honest in every level of your life and commercial decision. And we can't be. Humans are not born to be honest. We're liars, we're born liars. You know, there's a great book by Ian Leslie. You know, we're not honest with ourselves, so therefore how can we be that in a business? How can a CEO make a decision that they've got to be honest when they could be losing half of their workforce? You can't then go and say to everybody, you're all going because I'm being honest. I do think it's it has such a it's such a layered and complex conversation. It's very healthy, but I just don't think, like Kevin has said, we don't have these real conversations about values. We don't challenge them and question them, and then understand why they exist, what they are, and what they're not. Yeah. How we should use them, and then what if we use them for business decisions? Well, and I think you brought up a great point early on in what you were saying about the leadership principles, and that number one. I think people, you know, it's one thing to, to define them and identify them, but then it's living them, you know, really demonstrating them. And that to me is real leadership. And that's a challenge, I think. And to your point, if, if they're not comfortable with it, they have to decide whether this is something that truly is a value for their business. It's funny because we've been watching reruns of The Sopranos. And so I think of that, definitely one of their values wouldn't be honesty. <laughs> it doesn't, so that's the difference though, isn't it? I think this is the context we've got to be really cautious of. There yeah. is no right or wrong. There's no, no. good or bad. It's, it's actually what it means to me on the individual level. If, if my value is dishonesty, genuinely, I get, not, I'm not talking about myself personally, but if it is about being dishonest and that is a value to me and I live my life through that, whether I, as another person, looking at that person thinks it's right or wrong is irrelevant. It's about the individual interpretation. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I think that we have to maybe define values in a little different way. We talk about business and personal values, and I, we, there have been, as we both, uh, you, you guys have brought up, is sometimes we see values from a business standpoint to be, uh, what was that word you used, Debbie? 
Tosh, 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 with T Tosh. And, and we see that every day in dealing with businesses. Um, I mean, I always get a kick out of, you know, you know our customers are our most important asset. And then you wait for, for an hour on the telephone on hold. Well, apparently I'm not very important and you don't value me because you just made me wait an hour. Yeah. Uh, they, I, was re, I was listening to something not too long ago. They talk about diversity officers in big corporations. It's a big thing to put on a diversity officer. Well, they've now looked at these companies with diversity officers and found out they are the least diverse companies out of all of them. They just are simply putting there because they think that's what people want to see. It's not a value. They have they don't value it at all. Uh, Debbie, you you wrote an article a while back on, uh, I think it was on diversity, on on how you embrace diversity. Basically, my summarization of your, you said it much better is, you know, Quit blowing smoke up our skirts and just do it. And I think that's we when we talk about values, companies make values that are just that nobody believes in. No, I don't think the individuals believe in it. And I, I also, I, I think I guess when I'm thinking when I was speaking values in individuals, I was thinking on a smaller basis. But obviously, that's very limited. But I also do think it's very difficult if you as an individual have different values than where you're. You know, commercially working, you're going to have huge conflicts, and you're not going to be content or happy or productive there. So I, I you know, I, I, there's some saying that they can be different. I don't think that that you can be in harmony with yourself and have different different values um, than the company you're working at. Yeah. I agree, and I do. And I think it's it's very difficult to make decisions on your values, but it's so blooming important. We've made a decision ourselves as a business um, that we will not work with a certain client because it it is a complete clash of our values. Now that's, you know, we are ultimately saying we don't want that that money. And that is difficult for us because we've now got to actively go and do build relationships (laughs) with the act of creating business. But it's we have to live and particularly as you know you know us very well so as a business real leadership coaching that real part is that's core value to us one that we're real as individuals <coughs> david's real uh, and uh, and that everything we do we can actively say we do this this is how we do it why we do it what we do and i think it's just really important and it's it's hard it's not this is not easy you know living to your values is flipping difficult it is, yeah. yeah. I, I, actually, something George said earlier struck a chord with me because the first thing I wrote down when I was thinking about this is, well, define values. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that got me into a, into a swampy area of, oh, God, I don't know how to do this. Yeah. Um, and, and, I, and I think the business and personal one is a, good, is a good way of looking at it. But also, I think internal and external is a good way of looking at it. And I think most companies run by internal values, which is a shame, really, um, because it's the external values, you know, saving the planet, whatever, being good, um, which are probably more powerful. And uh, and I don't know if you remember that, uh, touching on something that Debbie said, that film of uh, that Jim Carrey had called The Yes Man, yes. Where, he, where he wouldn't tell a lie. Yeah. Um, and, 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 you know, we are forced into these compromising situations by having to tell half-truths or half-lies all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, for example, I will say to Dave that, Dave, you look great in that um, baseball hat, and I've always <laughs> appreciated that look. And clearly, 
if I was Jim Carrey, I'd be saying something different. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, Kev. Is that All right, Dave. <laughs> you've been very quiet, so I'm going to give you a chance to rebuke that. <laughs> uh, I, I think I think Kev, Kevin's absolutely right. I love the way he merged two different films, Liar Liar and Yes Man. Uh, as a metaphoric point, Kevin, that was very clever. You're there you go. Attack from your road trip. Now, I, I think we've got we've got to reflect back three things. George saying jokingly at the start, "I choose values based on my situation," <laughs> right? Is funny, but it also houses the answer, which is the opposite, right? Is this is the fix to that situation? Kevin talking about the uh, soccer clubs who are trying to recreate the NFL with football, right, as in soccer, and being greedy and being two-faced is the answer to the opposite. So the opposite is hidden in that example. If you do the opposite, you're going to do a 50% better job than the best businesses on the planet. So both of them are funny, but they both have the answer hidden in them. And I think it's, it is about this internal, what is my top number one personal value? Do I know what it is? Do I make sure I do it? Is it that important to me that I live it out on a day-to-day -day basis? And does the firm I work at allow me to do that? And if they don't, is it a problem? Because that's where you end up, because it might be a problem for you. And therefore, should you stay working there? P probably not. Life's too short. Easy to say though, right? Yeah, yeah. Anything else on that? Well, I, just think well, I, 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 I think this um, big tech and values is a really interesting area to discuss. Um, you know, Amazon warehouses and being unionized or not, and the working conditions, even though they profess to have, you know, $15 an hour um, at living wage, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a dichotomy there. There's some, they're not living up to external values. And the whole idea of big tech taking out competition by either buying them or or killing them, um, you know, that that doesn't say anything about societal values. That just talks about an internal value of we want to be the biggest and the best. Yeah. You know, yeah. Which is a competitive value, which isn't really a value. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I do think for me, I think. And that it's just a learning as I'm going through as well, because I believe that as a, being a good coach, you've got to continuously learn. But I do think it's it it has to be defined by the individual. And if the individual comes to work, they need to know their own values first. Yeah. And if you stimulate that as a boss or a leader or a, a business owner, I think it's a really healthy conversation. You know, I've been fortunate. I'm doing a project with 12 people and I'm being given the ability to have these discussions and watching people come to to life and you know I've had two sessions today and each one of them has just said I have never felt so alive thinking about yeah. who I am in the workplace and the benefit and it gives that's, that's, a, that's a great point because what it is is that we get so caught up in our day-to-day -day, right we don't take the time to really sit down and evaluate and think about what are my values or what should the values for this business be mm -hmm. and I think that's what I'm trying to encourage people here is you need to take that time. It's, it's worth the effort, right? It's worth the effort, not only for you, but for the rest of your organization, because I think people want to hear that. And what you just said about how people have reacted to doing this work, it's rewarding. It's exciting. It, it gives them some direction. I remember. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, Debbie, when you said, um, 
this leadership team that you're talking to, none of them, none of them have really worked out the values. That to me is very much, very similar to, you know, when we do coaching um, on a one-to-one basis, when we talk about your purpose or your or your why factor. Yeah. Um, it's the same sort of, oh, I've not really considered that very much. Um, so we're, we're, we don't seem to be very um, perceptive in the way that we think about ourselves. And, and actually, it would be a good idea to put values into that purpose discussion. Yeah. You, know, you know, just give me three values that you want to live by. You know, don't make it difficult. Um, so it, it's interesting, you know, both you just said three. I know, Debbie, you said earlier four. Um, you know, so I often ask, what is that right number of values that a business should have? And, you know, Dave and I were talking the other day about the study that was done at harvard what back in the 50s i believe and at that time they identified that people can only concentrate on so many things at a particular period of time and uh you know i think back then it was seven plus or minus two and then they revisited the study i think that was back in 2000 and they said oh well it looks more like five plus or minus two and now they've revamped it in 2020 they looked at it again and it's down even lower because of all the other interaction and disturbances that we have in the way of technology um you know people can only concentrate on a few things so i just thought let's talk about what is that right number and why and and see if you guys kind of agree with some of that research Shall I start? Because I'm kind of living this. I've literally just come off one call to to uh, to have this discussion as well, and I think it's fantastic because I think one of the things for me and the mm-hmm. discussion that I'm having is the 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 number is irrelevant for yep. me. It's it's more about can you genuinely live and make decisions, for clear decisions from your values. So if you've only got one. Therefore, you can be consistent in making decisions, understanding yourself, being able to question, all of these things. For some people, that they might need three. I do think four is way enough. That's my very, very personal opinion. I can remember four values in a business. Yeah. Uh, but I think, you know, if you've got one that is really clear, and I can be very definitive about that, this is what it means to me. This is why I can use it. This is how and what I do with it. And these are the decisions I make from it. Then to me, that that is a true value. Eric, if you go to the comments section in the control panel, you'll see there's a LinkedIn comment, uh, which I've just put up, which will allow you to show it and then go back to your banners of the seven plus two, five plus minus two, and the three plus minus two. So yeah. where is it at under comments? Yeah, click on comments and you should see that there's two from me from my live feed on here. Uh, there you go, look at that. There he is looking very serene with his hands clasped. Wow, you know, you can almost become an accountant now, Dave. Yeah, who, who is that in that picture? <laughs> <laughs> it's, my, it's my stunt double, George. Okay. <laughs> we call that PB, pre-baseball cap. That's pre-baseball <laughs> I mean, look at the picture, I've still got like fluff on my head. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> but, but I valued having some. Um, I, Debbie, I, I think though you are you are absolutely right. And I think there is a sweet number of four, personally. I think it's a very personal number. You know, I once went into a client and they had all over their office these 
beautiful plexiglass mountings with values, behaviors, uh, vision. And, but when I would talk to someone in the organization and say, so what are the values? No one could repeat them. No one could remember them. And that's why I think the number is important because, you know, I, you know, I can remember four easily. If I had 11 or nine of them, I'm going to have a hard time remembering them. And, and I, agree. I, I agree with that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I, I think, and then if there's just one, it's like, well, how important is this? If you know, that's your only value, right? I also believe that there are certain things that are just givens. So like when I'm working, like as an accountant, I think there's just givens that when clients come to work with you, they're going to expect you, you talked about honesty. It's like, I think they expect you to be an honest person. I mean, we're licensed or as a CPA, there's certain things we have, we have a code of ethics that we have to find, follow. So being ethical, I think that's a given. That's a kind of value that, you know, it's just, you don't even, I wouldn't put that as one of my four because it's just expected. Mm. And I think that's a great, a great example, Eric, and a thought because, and, and also values are sometimes very, very hard to, to define. Uh, as Debbie said early on, everybody wants to be honest. Well, honesty to a fault is not a good value uh, because you could really be injuring people by by being honest. Uh, you know, like Eric I, I said earlier that, hey, you know, liar, liar. Well, peace. Yeah. They said some awful things that, that were 100 percent honest. And that was yeah, yeah, yeah. a good thing. And it was a good example of how uh, how all, too much of a good thing is not necessarily uh, what you want. Yeah. And I think, you know, going through RLC and some of the things they did with values was how to define what a value is, what it is and what it is not. That's a great reading, George. Yeah, I, I do think that it's, it also, it, what, what does it mean at the situation? And, and Eric, you said, you know, honesty is part of our business. Well, well, a whole lot of our business is working in gray area of the tax law. What sure. does this mean? Well, and there's sometimes we do something that is 100% by the law, but you feel dirty doing it. You know, I had a client that was doing great. He was doing his last year was doing great, made lots of money, but he qualified for a pretty big PPP loan. Well, he qualified all the, you know, everything was good, everything, but you kind of did, you kind of feel, geez, you know, I kind of don't feel right doing it, but it's 100% legal, ethical, there's nothing wrong with it. It just kind of feels, and sometimes we, I, I mean, there goes to a point somebody just say you won't do it yeah but a whole lot of, of what we do in business life sometimes is living in the gray uh, yeah. and there's a whole lot of gray in life and you know so we do have to sometimes go back and say <laughs> what is that in this situation what is the most important thing i'm trying to accomplish in this yeah. particular situation yeah no yeah. And, sorry you know, go ahead no i was going to say what's been fascinating for me is exploring this even more so it's it's one i've used in many different coaching scenarios but i do think that when we it is very personal but it's not emotional and i think that's the difference for me about values values are factual and actually kind of i, I don't know if it's contradicting what you're saying george but i think for me it's about it's very definitive so if i if I'm saying one of my values, and we'll go back to the honesty one as an example, yeah. is I I cannot say that as a value because I know, one, I'm not honest with myself. I'm, I know that because my own inner self-talk at times is not honest. But I also know that sometimes we don't say exactly what you just said. We don't say something because we know actually being truly honest is 
kind of upsetting for some people. Mm. So we, we, so to me, that becomes an emotional element. So if I can be really frank and say, for example, a great value would be openness. So my ability to be open is I can say, yes, I am. No, I'm not. It's a fact. Mm -hmm. So therefore, I, there's no emotion attached to this. It's not me, oh, on a good day, I'm open. On a bad day, I'm not. Actually, if it's a value, I can fundamentally say to you, I'm going to be open and receptive to whatever topic you bring to the table, commercially or personally. I am going to be open. And I think that to me is how I would personally define them, is remove the emotion and be very clear on fact. It is and it isn't. Well, you know, in RLC, we talk about how do you define these values? There is a process that I take people through where I just say, you know, what will you do and what won't you do? Yeah. You know, and I think that's when you sit there and make it as simple as possible like that, I think that gives people an opportunity to really get to what you're talking about, Debbie, is defining this and understanding what's the parameters for you. Now, someone else may have that same value, but what they're willing to do and not do may be a little bit different. It may yeah. not be exactly the same. It's not like it's black and white that this honesty value means you have to do this. You know, it's how you define it for yourself and for your organization. I think. Right, right. I'd, I'd also say, Eric, going back to your, your earlier point that, you know, the accounting industry standards expect you to be honest and ethical. Yeah. I think there's a danger in that, however, by saying, I'm not going to put those in my values because it's a given. Because you kind of relegate them into a grey area of, well, maybe I am honest and maybe I am ethical sometimes yeah. you know, when I choose to be, but it's not one of my values. Yeah, what, what I would say is it's not necessarily that it's not a value. It's just maybe not one. If I'm going to pick four, do I want to take that as one of my primary values is what I'm right. saying. And I, and I completely agree with you, by the way, that having a small number is memorable. So well, I, I, I could just about remember every day that my values are live, love, laugh. Yeah. But if, but if I go into anything more esoteric than that, I, I, I'll never remember it. You know, I'm, I'm getting old and my, my, my cells are I'm leaving, in that my, <laughs> leaving my brains. Yeah. And it's this as well, George is a genius because he uses about 49 of them at any given moment. <laughs> That's right. Whatever we want it to be right now. Whatever works It is good. I know what, one of the values we, we have come up with in our company is growth. And in and of itself, that can go so many different ways. Uh, you know, it will grow, you know, regardless of anything, you know, grow about what? And, you know, we've, we've taken some time and tried to define what that means to us. And it would mean something completely different to each one of you. And, and that that's okay. We just said to Eric is defining it and, and Debbie, you were just said defining it. What does it mean for us? And, you know, how are we going to go about doing that? And by going through the steps with RLC, we it helped us define what that meant for us. Yeah, because you're going to have a definition for growth that's going to be different than maybe, you know, one of these high tech companies. Right. But, you know, as you define it, you're also going to uncover what behaviors you want from people within your organization and by yourself. Those are the things that, you know, are important that will deliver that value. Yeah. Well, I think the other thing is we've got to remember is values are not values unless you do something with them. Oh, <laughs> it's absolutely. A, it's a living, breathing thing. So therefore, yeah. I have to, you know, kind of going back to the, the principles is that, you know, I have to represent the values that I say 
that are in my business. So therefore, if I'm not, I have to sit down and be very open with people and say, we haven't demonstrated this value because, you know, going back to your example, George, of, you know, we say we care about customer experience, but then we leave you on the telephone for an hour. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, but as a business, if that is what is happening, we've got to look at our own processes, we've got to understand it, and we've got to tell people we've not got it right. And these are the reasons why. And I think that's where it becomes all this very superficial, which is kind of what Kev said at the beginning is, it becomes, we think we should say this because that's what people are saying at the minute. It's very trend-led, I think, as well, yeah. rather than it actually being what it needs to be. Simple, clear, boundaried, so I know exactly what it is. And actually, we do them. Yeah. Yeah, very good. I, I was thinking as, as I was listening there that values are the personal navigational tools to personal leadership. That's deep. Drop I was going to say, Dave, always got it. Yeah. <laughs> We're done. Okay, sign off. That's it. We're all done. Thanks very much. Thanks for listening. <laughs> and what, what's your next book called, Dave? <laughs> Kevin's thoughts from Utah in the <laughs> The Turnbull Almanac. That's right, yeah. yeah. But, going, but going back to what you just said, George, a minute ago, where you've got growth down as one of your values. I mean, I, I, I kind of question whether that's a value because growth sounds a lot like making money is one of our values. Um, so you're back in Wolf of Wall Street territory again, where there's nothing ethical about growth or making money necessarily. Um, it's, it's not something that you live by. But you're now putting you're now putting a fence on it that we did. Growth meant also growth to ourselves. Yes, growth to the business at a reasonable rate. Growth to ourselves, learning new things, becoming yeah. our you know, our best self. So it was more than just simply, hey, we're we're growing. Uh, it, it means not saying no was a first reaction or thought. It, you know, being open to new thoughts and ideas. Uh, yeah. You know, it, uh, it won't let personal mindset get in the way of what when people are talking and giving advice. So it, it wasn't so much of, hey, we're going to grow and we're going to you know, have a 50% you know, increase in sales. That was not where I was going with that. Yeah. It was taking it in a different direction because we grow in different ways. And, and that's true. We grow in revenue? Yeah, we do. We all want to make more money. But it also has to be at a reasonable rate and a reasonable pace and in a reasonable direction. So those are part of what we did by defining growth. It was more than just simply we're going to grow sales. Yeah. And that's I'm, what's I'm, glad, I'm glad I asked that question, George, because you defended it really well. And I like the, <laughs> and I like the way you're talking. Yeah. That was like ping pong. <laughs> but I, think that, I think that demonstrates how important the defining of the value is because when George started speaking, I, I, I hear where you're coming from, Kevin. And as soon as George starts saying what he was saying, it's like, yeah, growth is much bigger than just dollars and cents in your mind. And so, yeah, that shows why it's important to define these. Good. Anything else anyone wants to add about values? And uh, No, I just think we should talk about it more. I do. I yes. really think we should. I think it should be a, a healthy, uncomfortable debate where businesses, you know, I've got a really exciting conversation with uh, the board tomorrow with one of the companies I'm working with. And part of that is about their values and that their values do not represent whom they are. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking forward to that one. <laughs> but it's funny you say that, Debbie, because, you know, we talk a lot. I've talked with my clients about, you know, how do you make culture 
something that you visit on a regular basis. It shouldn't be something that you, you develop it and you put it up on the wall and okay, hopefully everyone follows that. It has to be part of the uh, fabric of the company and it's always being talked about. And I think culture along with values, that has to, you have to include that in that conversation. And to your point, how are we doing good on this and where are we missing the mark? You know, to your example, a company like that says, hey, our customers are most important and they hold you on hold for an hour, George. Um, you know, hopefully internally they're having those discussions saying, hey, if this is one of our values. What can we do? You know, that's the conversation. It's not that you define and, and come up with what your values are in day one. It's perfect. That's that's not reality, right? It's, it's not. It's something you have to work on all the time like everything else we talk about on consultation, right? It's not a one time and forget about it. No. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for letting me join you, by the way. It's been good fun. Yes. Very good. All right, well, this has been Consultivation and uh, thank you everyone for your participation. Thank you for having uh, us. Yeah, and we'll thank be back right. next week. See you later. Bye. Thank you for listening to Consultivations, brought to you by RLC Global, helping you become a best version business. If you want any help from the conversations in the show today, please reach out to info at rlc-global.com and one of our team would be delighted to talk with you. Go to rlcglobal.group for more information and free content designed to help you.